The next time you head out of town, protect your vacation investment with TripInsurance.com. You can save up to 40% on comparable plans from the other guys. But find out for yourself. Get a free quote at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Don't forget, we have an app available in the iTunes and Android markets. Just search Cruise Radio Live. On this show, we'll get a review from Carter and Kristen Blumeyer down in Windermere, Florida. They're going to give us their review of Celebrity Constellation's five-night Western Caribbean sailing. But first, Stuart Chiron, the cruise guy, found at cruiseguy.com. What's up, Stuart? Hey, Doug. How's it going? Good, man. Carnival rolls out. Carnival Live. What do you think? I think it's awesome. What's interesting about this, Doug, is Carnival is the first cruise line to actually bring name brand entertainment, these these musicians, on board their ships. Now, you could be saying, well, I mean, they, they've had you know rock bands on board cruise ships before, but keep in mind, that was never a cruise line bringing on the entertainment. Those were people that were either having large groups on board the ship or people that were chartering the ship mm-hmm. and bringing on entertainment. So Carnival is the first cruise line to actually bring on entertainers like 38 Special, Chicago, Foreigner, Jennifer Hudson, Jewel, Kansas, um, Olivia Newton-John, Ario Speedwagon, Styx, Trace Adkins. Hopefully he'll make the whole cruise. Um, <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> so I, I think it's exciting because they're going to have these, they're going to have 49 performances. It's exciting because they're going to have 49 performance dates um, in 2014. And these are some pretty exciting artists and musicians that they're going to have on board the ships. I think that they grossly underpriced the, the tickets mm-hmm. because the the cost to go into the concerts it's it is an additional call it a it's a specialty entertainment right so there it is a premium option kind of like a specialty restaurant so when you go to a specialty restaurant for example you'll spend about thirty to forty dollars a person right yeah well they're going to only charge twenty to forty dollars each and uh, they're also going to have a limited number of VIP tickets. Uh, in the hundred to one hundred and fifty dollars range, which will include uh, an opportunity to meet the artists, so they'll have a meet and greet and some photo opportunities, and get tickets in the first three rows, um, as well as a concert pass. So it's it's going to be I, I think it's going to be really exciting, and you know I think what it's also going to do, Doug, is it's going to bring a lot of people that may not have wanted to sail on Carnival an opportunity to go on Carnival to sail on these sailings in order to uh, have these really intimate experiences with some very well-known artists. Yeah, and I think we should be clear that uh, the artists aren't going to actually be sailing. They're going to be performing while the ship's in the port of call. Right. Not going to focus much on this next one because it's been all over the news, but a uh, norovirus on a couple of cruise ships, huh? It's unfortunate, Doug, and I, it's, you know, like a lot of things, it just gets blown out of proportion. Um, I think what people need to understand um, when, you, when you sit there and you want to you know, look at the numbers um, in 2013, there were a total of 1,238 cruise passengers worldwide that experienced norovirus during outbreaks. Mm-hmm. That breaks down to only 0.0059% of wow. the 21 million. So it's five thousandths of 1%. Um, now, if you want to look at the U.S. passengers, there were 10.1 million cruise passengers that departed from U.S. ports. 
which means that uh, only 706 passengers were impacted. So that's only uh, seven thousandths of one percent. So that's point zero zero seven percent. It's nothing. And it's also of the 21 million reported cases in the United States of norovirus, it's only 0.007%. So it's, it's nothing. Yeah. So it's, it's important to understand that, hey, this is the stomach flu. We see it all over the news. It's happening everywhere. It is flu season. The best precautions, Doug, that people can take is wash your hands thoroughly. The mm-hmm. CDC has openly stated that those sanitizer machines don't do anything for norovirus. That doesn't mean stop using them, because it does kill other germs. But when you're dealing with the norovirus, you've got to make sure that you're washing your hands with soap and water and uh, avoiding as you know person-to-person contact. Um, you know, we joke about it, but don't don't stick your tongue on the railings <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and you know, with the elevators. But you know, make sure that your hands are clean. And uh, avoid, uh, you know, touching other people um, that unnecessarily. Yeah. Sage advice. Uh, cruise deals on Groupon. Now, is this a sign of, of anything to come or is this creative marketing? What would you call this? Well, Doug, it, it would be creative marketing uh, if it wasn't such a low price point. Right. Um, it is about uh, $50 per person lower than what uh, MSC is currently selling for. And this ship is certainly worth a lot more. It's unknown. A lot of people don't know that MSC is sailing uh, with one of their nicest and largest ships uh, year-round out of Miami, so they're trying to get some attention. So, you know, I I applaud their efforts. But, you know, when you say, hey, you know, we're only worth $349, that that goes a long way. Yeah. Um, But hopefully this will be uh, short-lived. And, um, you know, the nice thing will be is, is, you know, for to see this ship, uh, getting uh, priced uh, commensurate with uh, many of their uh, competitors. Touching on this next one, Carnival back in Baltimore for 2015. So it is good news, Doug, that uh, Carnival will be reintroducing um, Carnival Pride back to Baltimore in 2015 uh, after her run in uh, in Tampa is over. Uh, they are bringing a lot of the uh, scrubber technology in-house and uh, believe they'll be ready to be uh, back there in the uh, the Northeast. Norwegian Getaway is officially in her home port of Miami, Florida. Well, it's it's been a long time. We've uh, followed her through the shipyard and all over Europe and uh, over to New York. Uh, may have you know caught a glimpse of her in the uh, Staten Island Ferry. You may not have been able to tell the difference. Right. But uh, <laughs> you know she was there as uh, you know the Bud Bowl Hotel, the Bud Hotel. And uh, now she, uh, you know, she's finally in Miami and uh, will begin her seven-night uh, Eastern Caribbean uh, sailings um, on, on the 8th, so on Saturday. So it's going to be uh, very exciting, and I know Miami is uh, very excited to have her here. Well, the heat is on. A lot of, uh, a lot of ships down there now doing uh, seven-night Caribbean sailings. It's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. I find this next story quite interesting. Disney has a new way to charge for onboard internet. Go ahead and uh, explain that to well, us. Well, the traditional way of charging for internet, Doug, as you know, has been based on time use. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether or not you are connected as long as you are connected to the cruise line system. Uh the folks at uh, MTN and the cruise lines were very happy to start taking your money no matter uh no matter what you were doing. Right. You could have just been uh looking at a picture, and uh, it took five minutes just to get to your first email, but you still got charged the five minutes. Um, what Disney is doing now uh, is they're going to be charging um, for the amount of data that is used. Smart. 
So it's you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. It, yeah. it could be good. Uh, it'll, it could be bad. It'll be interesting to see, you know, based on usage. But um, they'll have a couple of packages. You can pay as you go if you don't know how much you'll use. And they'll tar- charge you $0.25 cents per megabyte. You can get a small package for uh, 100 megabytes for $19. A medium package is 300 megabytes for $39. And almost a gigabyte, uh, so it's 1,000 megabytes for $89. And, I mean, you can almost watch movies. Yeah. Um, you know, for that amount of data that you'll use, it'll be interesting to see uh, whether or not it helps alleviate congestion. Hopefully the technology has improved itself besides changing the data packages. But it gets rolled out um, beginning with Disney Magic on February 3rd, Dream, Feb 16, Wonder, Feb 26, and March 8th is when Disney Fantasy gets it. You know, it'll be uh, interesting to see uh, how the passengers react to that, but uh it's certainly going to be a lot less expensive for a lot of people uh, when you consider, you know, the the overall cost of this. Yeah, the cost isn't that much because uh, you're looking at basically the same price point of an AT and T international package, anyways, for as far as the data goes. Well, it it, it actually does. It could be even less. I mean, if you yeah. look at a, a thousand megabytes at eighty nine dollars, I mean, that's only about eight point nine cents per megabyte. Yeah. Um, where, you know, if you look at, but even on the high end at 25 cents, that's half of what uh, most cruise lines charge at 55 cents uh, per minute. Let's talk about Royal Caribbean Cruises Limited and their uh, their latest earning call because their stock is way up there. I wish I would have bought it early Well, it's or it's, last year. It, it is. And their, their earnings call uh, actually uh, gave a lot of uh, insight into, you know, a nice window uh, of what the industry is doing. And, uh, you know, the, the, what was interesting coming away from the call, Doug, was they said bookings were ahead of same time last year for quarters two, three, and four of 14, Wow! but flat for the first quarter. And you know, when you look at the year-over-year um, profits for Royal Caribbean, they went from $432.2 million in 12 to $530.65 uh, in 2013. Those uh, that five hundred million dollar figure you spit out. Uh, explain that to me as if I was five years old. Is that the money that's left over after the bills yes. are paid? Yep. After fuel bills, that, everything. That's, that's the profit that they 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 came away with. Okay. Wow. They're, they're net. They're net. So that's that's really good news. Thanks, Stuart. See you in a couple days. All right, Doug. Look forward to it. Cruise Radio News now trending at cruiseradio.net. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker from my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. 
How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. We always love hearing your ship reviews here on Cruise Radio. If you have a review you'd like to share with us, simply email comments at cruiseradio.net. Our next guests, they were both on the uh, show, what, about a year and a half ago. Carter and Christy Blumeyer from Windermere, Florida, uh, were on reviewing Celebrity Eclipse, I believe, the Transatlantic uh, back in 2012. They join us today for their five-night Western Caribbean sailing a review of Celebrity Constellation. So, uh, Carter and Christy, welcome. Hi. Hello. So, uh, you just returned from your five-night Western Caribbean sailing aboard Celebrity Constellation. So, uh, first off, let's go back before you cruise, and what made you want to pick Celebrity Constellation? Uh, the wife, uh, actually. She gets a little nervous when it comes to that time for a cruise every, every so many months, and she's like, it's time to go, it's time to go. <laughs> and um, so we... Uh, you know, we looked at a bunch of stuff, and this one actually popped up uh, probably about uh, two or three weeks, I think, uh, right before it sailed. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I actually uh, maybe sent you a message on it. It was just a really decent price for five nights, um, yeah. and then you know includes a you, know, you can get a beverage package and so on and so forth. And we just looked at it, and I'm about ready to do some work up in D.C. for a little bit. And so it was just uh, it was just time to get away for a little bit before I uh, leave town. I know you live in central Florida, but it's been pretty chilly even for Florida this year, huh? Yeah, today I think was the best day we've had in a while as far as temperature. It's still cloudy and gray, but it's uh, at least 70-something. Yeah, it beats 40 degrees. Now, Christy, I know you sail a lot. Uh, do you sail exclusively to Celebrity? Um, I would like to. I just love Celebrity. Um, I've been on you know several other uh, cruise lines, but... A celebrity just stands out. I, you know, as soon as you walk on board, they hand you a glass of champagne or a mimosa. Right. I mean, that's you know, kind of seals the deal right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just very welcoming. Um, never had a bad experience on a celebrity. Gotta love that. Now, I saw the picture you tweeted out uh, the embarkation day with like seventeen thousand cruise passengers in port. Uh, how was embarkation for Celebrity Constellation? Uh, embarkation was a breeze for both of us, actually. Um, we come down with a friend of ours, um, and they, they traveled. Actually, they got it like almost 48 hours beforehand. They finally booked it. So we all drove down together and did a park-and-go lot um, there, right there at the uh, port there. They ended up picking us up from there, take us right to Terminal 4, I think. It's right next to the Princess Terminal. Mm-hmm. And uh, embarkation took less than 10 minutes. Um, and we were there probably at high time, I would say, about noon, 1 o'clock. Right. Which I was very surprised. Very cool. Is this your first time on Celebrity Constellation? Yeah, for both of us. Yeah, it was. Um, and, and we didn't really know what to expect uh, because, you know, we've done, I, I won't say big ships or bigger ships than this one. This is the smallest one we've done. I mean, it it's, uh, holds about 2,000 guests uh, for its size. You know, it's just, uh, it, it, it's a tinier ship than, you know, Oasis, obviously, definitely. Uh, but, you know, the, the the Eclipse that we did and some other ones, they're all much, you know, 140, mm-hmm. 150,000 tons. This one was just a, you know, 90,000 ton ship. And it's just a, we did, we thought it was going to be very small and cramped and poor, but it was just that we were getting away on a vacation and we knew we'd get a good experience, but we didn't experience, uh, expect what we got out of this ship. Has this ship been um, solstice Yes, this ship was solstice back in May, I think the captain said, of last year. 
Very and uh, they did a fantastic job. So all the things we were used to on the Eclipse coming across from the transatlantic were there, or Ocean View Grill, or, yeah. you know, Blue Restaurant, the Martini Bar, all those things that, you know, we'll talk about. But I just ended up, you know, we ended up loving the ship. So you make your way on board the ship. And Christy, this question's for you. You get to the stateroom. So first off, what kind of stateroom did you have? And what did you think of the stateroom accommodations? We had an inside stateroom. We were actually in cabin 8044, mm-hmm. which was um, wonderful. There was no one next to us at all. It was kind of like a hidden gem on the floor. Nice. Plenty of room, plenty of storage space. They had about eight drawers in the closet, um, you know, drawers on, you know, the nightstands. Plenty of room in the closet to hang your dresses, do um, what you need to. And, yeah, I had plenty of room. I had room to spare. Carter even got a few... Uh, space for his <laughs> I got above the TV set. That was about all I got. I got that was my next again. question, actually. What did you think of the room, Carter? Uh, I loved it. Uh, these uh, insides that we did, even on the on the Eclipse, you know, it was almost about the same size, I would say, but uh, it didn't feel uh, overwhelmed, you know, crowded and stuff. You know, we weren't walking on each other. The bathroom was exceptional. I mean, a nice big shower. It was all tiled. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a good site. They do a good job on, on, on renovating these, these ships. Well, one thing celebrity is known for is their amazing food. So I want you to talk <laughs> on as the food experience and uh, what did you think of it? And did you get to dine in any specialty restaurants? Uh, we did dine in specialty restaurants. Uh, we did the two that they had there, the Tuscan Grill and the Ocean View, mm-hmm. uh, or the uh, Ocean Liners, and then, of course, the Ocean View Cafe. I'll talk about the cafe. My wife will probably talk about the Ocean Liners. Okay. Um, the Ocean View Cafe itself, I mean, it was easy uh, to, to get in and out, uh, to navigate. So the crowd, it was never really crowded. People come in and out. We, we did have dinner there one night, too. Um, and, and, and you could just uh, feel this, how easy it is to move around. But probably the only thing that I would say that was the hidden part that people probably didn't realize is you, you, know, you had the two sides of, of exactly the same, one on either side as far as hot and cold foods. Mm-hmm. But then as you continued on through the cafe, in the back side of it, there was an, a, a late-night pizza place. And then in the very, very back by the Ocean View uh, or the Sunset Bar, there's another grill back there that usually did paninis and sandwiches and stuff. And then in the, in the afternoon, in the mornings, they did waffle and pancakes. They kind of nice. hid the waffle and pancakes from people if you really wanted it. Yeah. Um, and then there was another little place back there for um, uh, Indian or, or uh, Chinese food. And that was just, uh, that was the, it. I mean, it, it was very well thought out uh, and, and everything we expected from that uh, from the cafe from the first time we did on, on the Eclipse. What would you say, Christy? The food was very good. Um, we did the anytime um, dining in the main dining room. Very good. Um, I had you know sea bass one night, steak the next. It, it was uh, it was really good. And we also did the Tuscan Grill, um, which is um, the specialty restaurant for thirty five dollars extra a person, and that was wonderful. We had lobster ravioli, beef ravioli. Mm-hmm. Um, the service was just impeccable. Um, that was very good. And then the last night we did the ocean liners, and that was $45. I know it's a bold statement, but it was the best meal I've ever had in my entire life. Wow, it the best meal, French really? Themed. It was French-themed. We had Chateaubriand, lobster ravioli, um, lobster bisque. It, it, was, it was purely amazing. The service on, on all these uh, specialties, as well as the regular uh, restaurants, were fantastic between the staff and, and the knowledge of the people that were there. Uh, the Tuscan Grill kind of stood out because it, it's actually new because it was solstice, so it wasn't there before. And I think somebody said at one point in time it was a flower shop before or something up in that area. Mm-hmm. But we actually had our, our uh, table was by the door. 
that used to be there. And you can see the button and the, you know, uh, infrared thing to sense when they open the door and close the door as you walk up. And it was just one of those things where expecting somebody to come walking across and then kind of bang into the window thinking they were coming upstairs somewhere. But that was really tastefully done, that restaurant. It was one of my favorite ones to be at. And I will have to say one thing about the Mater D and, and actually our server at the, at the Tuscan Grill. I ordered a steak, you know, just a filet mignon. I wanted it medium rare. It wasn't that, you know, I can do rare, medium rare. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, no sooner, you know, serves it to me, I go ahead and cut into it. And as soon as I cut into it, you know, it's, it's a little bit rarer than I expect, but I'm still fantastic that I would, no problem. No sooner that I get ready to take my first bite, our server kind of just happens to just glance walking by. He stops, comes back, says, sir, would you like me to put that back on the grill a little bit more? Wow. And I was just amazed that he could just see the steak and realize it was, it was between medium rare and, medi- and, and rare. But he knew exactly yeah. that that was not uh, my medium rare that I ordered. Wow. I, just, I found that amazing. Yeah, what a great skill set there. Uh, so how about this French place? Uh, is it Ocean Liners? Is that the same as Murano on the Solstice class? It's similar. We didn't dine at Murano, unfortunately, when we were on the Eclipse, but um, we had several guests to say that it was close to the Murano restaurant on the Solstice side ship. It was empty when you know we went. We went fairly early, but we were just so surprised on you know, this was literally the best meal I've ever had in my life. And I'm looking around like, why is this place kind of it kind of empty? But as you know, the dinner went on, it started to get busy. But yeah, you never felt crowded in any of the restaurant specialty or the main dining. So that was that was a great experience. Right. What did you think about the entertainment on your five nights sailing? The entertainment um, it was very good. We uh, we got mostly entertained by our cruise director JC. Um, he was just amazing. He is from England. And um, he got together a lot with his uh, activities manager, Mark. And every day they had these little talk shows that they had on one of the channels. And they did it for an hour. And it just replayed throughout the day. But it was so entertaining. They were just a funny group of guys. You know, they give you a little facts about the ship, what activities are going on for the day, um, little tidbits about, you know, celebrity birthdays, you know, what's important in today's date type thing. And it was really just a comedy show. We really enjoyed watching it. That's all we really watched when we were in the stateroom. Was- yeah, we didn't do too many of the, uh, the dance review shows. We mm-hmm. did one the last night. But uh, but as far as the theater, the theater seats a, um, a little bit under a thousand or so, I would say. It was very quaint. It was, it was very, uh, you know, intimate enough that uh, you felt like you were right on the stage. And, uh, you know, I just have to point out that, you know, they do have a, a nice set of uh, shows that do go on, you know, from what we saw from the dance review. And then of course the, the Liars Club, as she mentioned, um, and then the, uh, uh, the comedian that, that ended up there. We wanted to go see the magician. We just, uh, I had a little bit too much the night before and just wasn't, uh, <laughs> sure. you know, up to stay up that night. Yeah. So, that beverage uh, package, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did get the beverage package. Okay. We both did. And, um, we both selected the uh, the standard uh, beverage package, and and we did talk to our, to our friends too about who got the same thing, and you know they were kind of some people might be on the fence about a beverage package about okay well I get the soda package I can drink soda and water and then I get the alcohol but then they, I think they they missed the fact that even though you were getting an alcohol package it includes all your water and soda mm-hmm. which uh, which after a while starts to add up oh yeah and 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 and, the, and you just kind of you block that out because as soon as you say well I'm gonna get the drink package well I'm not gonna drink that much. You know, it's forty dollars a day. I'm not going to drink forty dollars of alcohol. No, but you're going to drink, you know, twenty dollars worth of water yep. or twenty dollars worth of soda, and then you will drink twenty dollars worth of alcohol. So it, it ended up being uh, it's very economical when when you when you look at it that way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one question I have about the Celebrity Constellation: How was the ship 
on sea days uh, on the outside public areas. Was there enough chairs or were people jockeying for space? Uh, there's a little bit of jockeying for space, um, but you just had to look around. Um, the, around the pool, of course, was very crowded during sea days. But we found this one little spot. It was in the front of the ship, and it was up um, one level above the pool area, and it was quiet. They had speakers playing, like, light jazz music. It wasn't crowded at all up there. You get a nice breeze. So we kind of found a hidden gem up there. The pool attendants were around, uh, you know, checking on and on people, making sure that uh, they back, not back, and, and actually collecting stuff. We could oh, see good. that happen. We were impressed that they were they were doing that. And, and uh, you know, one of the things that I hadn't seen on any of the ships as far as uh, being out in the pool area, when we find a chair, we did, you know, and, of course, they'll come around and, you know, drinks it, you know, from a server. But there's mm-hmm. actually a guy that had a push cart. And in his push cart was cool down beer, water, soda, whatever you wanted. He just walk up and then you'd get it from him. Oh, nice. and he just he just kind of did the laugh up on top mm-hmm. deck, and uh, I thought that was very. I hadn't seen it. I, I mean, it's, it sounds simple and just no one else has done it before. But somebody put it. Uh, he said, "Hey, put a push cart out, put all your beer in there, and just go around." Nice. And without a drink package, it made it. You know, with a drink package, it made it uh, neat because you didn't have to worry about receipts. Absolutely, so, and. Uh... If you're if you're listening to this show in the future, Carter took this sailing. Uh, Carter and Christy did in January of 2014. And uh, was there many kids on this sailing? We found out from um, some couple we were talking to. There were 15 kids on the whole ship. Wow! <laughs> and we only saw we only saw two, and that was at the Tuscan Grill. They were dining with their parents. So um, yeah, we uh, we didn't really see any. <laughs> nice and. Uh, so on this five-night sailing, you hit Cozumel in Key West. Christy, what was your favorite thing about Key West? Key West, wow. Um, just all the different bars. We, uh, you know, our friends are, we uh, we bar hopped. So, you know, Captain Tony's, um, Bat Tuesday. Um, just going around from shop to shop and looking at the bars. We went to the southernmost point and got our picture there. Sure. Um, but it's just a nice, quaint place to walk around and visit all the shops and the of course the bars <laughs> one of our first crews we did for, for disney we went down there and we went to uh, uh willie t's and put a dollar up you know mm-hmm. as everybody puts them up in the ceiling and put our names so we found our dollar it's still there no one's taking it down <laughs> so that was kind of neat four years later four years yeah. later yeah still there <laughs> what did you think of cozumel well cozumel was uh in, in in our view um we didn't really get off the ship for cozumel um we just uh we decided to stay on the ship and enjoy the uh, uh the amenities that were there. Probably a smart move because you never know once you get off the ship what mental state you'll be in when you get back on the ship. <laughs> exactly. <And they laughs> At least with say, me. You know, when they did get off, you know, everyone was trying to sell them something. So, yeah. you know, typical Caribbean, you know, port. Yeah. May come back with a new totem pole to take home or something. Yeah, exactly. You never know. Exactly. The way the porch were set up, it was kind of interesting because people wanted to, you know, there was a senior frogs there that I could see and people wanted to do you know, other restaurants they talked about, which is at the downtown port, which is about seven miles away. But they, yeah. You know, you have to take a taxi to it. So it's not really, you know, as easy unless you're in that downtown port to have all the good shops that you want to go see downtown. Yeah. You have to actually travel to it. So, Do either of you have any first time been there, done that tips for folks considering or maybe sailing Celebrity Constellation? I would say my first thing would say this is probably the perfect ship. If you are a first-time person who's never done a cruise and you keep hearing about all your friends talk about the service, the food, everything was great, even if there was things that were bad, but still they had a great time because they'll always go back, this ship is probably the best ship that you could pick. This style class ship would be the one to pick for your first time because you're going to get the service, you get the experience, and the ship is small enough but yet big enough 
but small enough that you can navigate and not feel overwhelmed with so many decks and so many things to do and so much going on that you just get so overwhelmed. That's what I, that's what I took away from this ship. Cool. What would you um, say? Would you say anything, Christy? Yeah, it was, you know, some, you know, ships you get on, it takes you a couple of days to get your bearings and where everything's at, where to go. Um, but, you know, the first night it was, it was very simple. It, it, the ship was perfectly laid out. Um, you know, Celebrity is an, uh, kind of an older crowd. Um, you know, like I said, there was only 15 kids on the ship. So, um, you know, we like that style, you know, we like to go to lounges and, you know, enjoy each other's company, have good conversations, um, with people. So I, you know, if it's a more party carnival type crowd, um, it may be a little bit slower for you, but, um, you know, a nice ship to just relax and enjoy the person that you're with. Nice. Well, we've been talking to Carter and Christy Blumeyer from Windermere, Florida, which is uh, down there in central Florida. Does Tiger Woods still live down there? Uh, I think he probably sold his house. But I believe Shaq still lives down the street from us somewhere. Nice. Very um, nice. And uh, so. <laughs> I think he lives in Jupiter now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Probably better that way anyways. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me on the show and uh, sharing your review of Celebrity Constellation. And have a great evening. Thank you. You too. All righty. That'll do it for this episode of Cruise Radio. Remember, we have an app. Just search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. If you're checking us out on iTunes or Stitcher, feel free to give us a review at cruiseradio.net slash Stitcher or cruiseradio.net slash iTunes. From the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Still haven't gotten your travel fix? Then check out the Weekend Travel Show. Search the Weekend Travel Show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and the TuneIn Radio app. Cruise Radio is recorded weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Download the Cruise Radio app. Hear Cruise Radio on TuneIn Radio, the Stitcher Radio Network iTunes, cruiseaddicts.com, and on our website at cruiseradio.net. For advertising opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.